The wait is finally over as many have been wondering who would be the first company to officially unveil the price and release date of the next generation console. Now, whether Microsoft's hand was forced or if it was a calculated leak, the end result is still the same. Project Lockhart is real. Xbox Series X is official, and it looks like a stroke of genius from Microsoft. The Series X and the Series S will both launch on November 10th, keeping it in line with the past three iterations of the console being released in November, although Microsoft did venture off the course a little bit, as in the past they have had an affiliation with November 22nd, which was much closer to my prediction. This means we are less than two months away from the start of next gen and one of the places that next gen will be starting is gamestop who will be one of the partners offering xbox all access but how do their financials look heading into the launch of the new consoles this week on the video games podcast we are taking a look at the xbox holiday launch lineup and gamestop's q2 earnings report There was plenty of information released this week from the pricing to the release date to the pre-order date, the all-access payment plan, and even changes to Game Pass. Now, let's get to the important information right out of the way first, and that is pricing and how Xbox has positioned themselves to be ultra-competitive this holiday and this generation. The Xbox Series X will be priced at $499 US, which is actually cheaper than I expected it to be, based on a report earlier this year from Bloomberg regarding the hard cost of the PlayStation 5 and how each system was costing around $450 to manufacture. Now, I was expecting a more technologically advanced system to cost even more and therefore sell for even more, but Microsoft has decided that $499 is the place to be. It's likely that Microsoft is going to use the pricing on their systems as lost leaders to get people into the Game Pass ecosystem. However, even if you can find a reason to buy an Xbox Series X at launch, which there might not be many right now, then they have the Xbox Series S, which will be selling for an astoundingly low next-gen price of $299 US. Yes, the Nintendo Switch launched at $299 US, but in terms of pricing for a new console that is built around graphics and power, this launch price is pretty unheard of. Now, even if a lot of people don't purchase the Series S, the low price is still a public image thing to compete with Sony and the PlayStation 5, and there is no way that the PlayStation 5 will be priced anywhere near $299, especially since the only difference between their two consoles is that one is completely digital. Now, based on the Bloomberg report earlier this year, there is still a good chance that the PlayStation 5 comes in higher than $499, but Microsoft has now put Sony in a very tough spot with the price of these consoles. I think there is still a world where Sony releases the PlayStation 5 at a higher price than $499. The PS4 has currently sold over $110 million and consumers are extremely invested in their ecosystem. And even though they haven't announced much in terms of backwards compatibility, there is still a good chance that they have earned enough goodwill this generation with some amazing exclusives. And I think this type of hubris from Sony might hurt sales initially. But I think people that are hardcore gamers are going to buy the system no matter what. Whatever the initial run of production is for the system, that will sell out quickly. But how it sells after will be the important factor. Now, although as I mentioned last week, pricing doesn't seem to be all that important when determining a generational winner in the console wars. As a matter of fact, one of the few systems to launch at a cheaper price that actually won the generation was the PS4. 
Turning our attention back to the Xbox Series S, it seems as though it has been built with the main principle of being next generation. According to the post on Xbox Wire, the Xbox Series S is designed around the same technology. And this means that purchasing the more affordable model means that you will technically be able to reap the same rewards, including faster load times, quick resume, HDMI 2.1, 120fps, ray tracing, and variable rate shading. However, the areas that the Xbox Series S has had to make concessions is that it doesn't have a disk drive, the SSD is only 512 gigs, and it only supports up to 1440p, although it does do 4K playback. Now, this design philosophy seems to be built with the data that Xbox has regarding whether fans choose frame rate or resolution when given the option and found that many of our fans prioritize frame rate. Microsoft started piloting the All Access program just recently in the last few years as a way to gauge interest for having a payment plan to purchase your Xbox, and similar to how cell phones are purchased these days for most people. Now, with the rollout of the next generation of Xbox, Microsoft is expanding their offerings. When the new consoles launch, there will now be 12 countries that can participate in the program, making it easier than ever to get a new console of next generation. And if you are interested in the Xbox Series S, then $24.99 a month for two years will get you a brand new system and two years of Game Pass Ultimate. And if you're looking for the Series X, then it will cost you just $34.99. Finally, the other big piece of news that they had to share was that joining Game Pass this holiday will be EA Play, which is a subscription service from EA. The service on its own is around 10 bucks a month, but is now included with Game Pass. Microsoft is continuing its march towards being the Netflix of games as they keep increasing the value of the service. And despite your potential feelings and opinions of EA, adding an extra 60 plus games to Game Pass is a win no matter which way you look at it. The expectations for the Switch S in comparison to the Series X have to be in line with the Nintendo Switch compared to the Switch Lite. The Series X will be the main seller, especially early on, because if you're buying a new console from Microsoft this holiday, then it likely means that you are a hardcore gamer, especially how last generation went for Xbox. And this means that the hardcore gamer will want the best product available to them, and that will be the Series X. The standard Nintendo Switch is far and away the bigger seller, but the Switch Lite has sold pretty well, moving almost 10 million units in a very short period of time because three years into the life cycle, there are people who don't want all the bells and whistles and just want to experience some of the exclusives that Nintendo has, and I think the same thing will happen with the Series X and the Series S. The entry price system isn't going to be for everybody as there are plenty of gamers who are happy to pay a premium for the best offering and Microsoft has seen this happen this past generation with premium offerings such as the Xbox One X and the Xbox Elite Controller. Now around halfway through the generation Microsoft stopped releasing sales figures of the Xbox One as it was detrimental to the brand and instead turned its focus elsewhere but Phil Spencer has said multiple times that the Xbox One X sold very well when measured against their expectations. Now as for the Xbox Elite controller that sold almost 200 bucks a pop, those clearly sold extremely well as Microsoft iterated on the controller and released a 2.0 version in 2019. Whether or not the leak was calculated, Microsoft responded swiftly. They got out all the information that they needed and they did it in a concise manner. Without Halo Infinite launching with the system this holiday, there was an expectation that something bigger might fill the void or they would place more focus on another title. And my hope was that it was going to be Flight Simulator to truly show the power of the Series X. Now, 
there might have been enough to sway a few potential buyers, but it looks like the focus is on third-party titles and Gears Tactics, which looked great and reviewed well, but it already came out on the PC in the spring. However, with the addition of EA Play to Game Pass, there will be almost 200 games to play, plus all the big fall titles, including Assassin's Creed Valhalla, the new Call of Duty, and Cyberpunk 2077. There is a very good chance that Sony has all of its marketing material and press releases already done, but it was just a matter of timing. Sony must now adjust and react quickly. Right now, gamers could be making their decisions for their next generation, especially since Xbox has made the Series S such an affordable way to jump in. And without much of a surprise, Sony has announced a PlayStation 5 showcase for this coming Wednesday, just slightly over a week after Microsoft unveiled their holiday plans. I feel like we might be in for a repeat of earlier this year when everyone was talking about how Microsoft was making all the right moves and how Sony was staying quiet and hurting their case. Sony then revealed a PlayStation 5 state of play and everyone jumped ship right back to PlayStation. And I expect a repeat of this as history does have a tendency to repeat itself, but we will know for sure in a couple of days. One of the places that you will be able to get your hands on a next generation console from either Sony or Microsoft is GameStop, at least for the foreseeable future. This week, GameStop announced their second quarter earnings for the fiscal year 2020, and although there are a few bright spots in it, spoiler alert, it is mostly bad. The reported period ending August 1st, 2020, which means that we have a full quarter of quarantine being observed, and one thing that we've seen during quarantine periods from other publicly traded companies like Nintendo, Activision, and Take-Two is that gaming has seen a massive surge, especially digitally. One of the few bright spots of the GameStop report was how their digital sales have increased, which shouldn't be a surprise at all, considering the state of the world at the moment. GameStop saw their global e-commerce sales rise 800%, which tells me something right off the bat. The average increase of digital sales from the previously mentioned other publicly traded companies was only around 80%, and this means that previously GameStop had been neglecting their online sales and focusing on brick and mortar, which is something that we already know. And even before COVID-19 happened, we're talking 2019-2020. One of the reasons that GameStop and their position of existence has been in question is due to their lack of adaptation. For online sales to rise 800%, it means that they were extremely low before. The increase in digital sales along with the company's cash flow is likely the only two bright spots in the company right now. GameStop ended the quarter with $735 million in cash, which is great and can help the company stay afloat while it tries to figure out and innovate ways to stay relevant. According to George Sherman, CEO, he said, We believe the actions we are taking to optimize the core operations of our business by increasing efficiencies and creating a frictionless digital ecosystem to serve our customers while positioning us well for the launch of the next generation of consoles. And clearly, 2020 situation has forced GameStop to accelerate their online plans as evident by the increase of a 800% rise in e-commerce sales as well as their effectiveness, as GameStop said, improvement fulfillment capabilities driving a 90% fulfillment rate within 24 hours of customers placing an order. And it's strides like this that will truly help GameStop stay afloat as people want instant gratification. And when it comes to online shopping, it needs to be delivered same day or next, especially for gaming culture. Speaking of the next generation launch, GameStop will be part of the Xbox All Access program that allows gamers to pay off their system in installments, and in Canada, EB Games will be the only place to offer the service. Microsoft likely saw results that they were happy with with the pilot project that made them want to continue and expand the service to other countries, and this bodes well for GameStop. 
Sherman also added that they believe they are ready with expanded payment and service options to handle the expected surge in demand and participate in a very significant way in the console launches later this year. And at face value, you would think that the expanded payment options are referring to Microsoft All Access. But according to GamesBeat, who managed to see an internal memo, the company is planning to offer other methods of payment in addition to the Xbox program. This is likely in response to the amount of profit the company would see from the All Access program because why else would they go through the trouble unless it makes more fiscal sense? According to the memo, the main new method they have planned is by partnering up with third-party credit companies to offer payment plans that are structured on a much shorter time frame than the 24 months that is offered by Xbox All Access. More bad news came in the earnings call after the report was released how GameStop plans to close more stores than they originally anticipated at the end of 2019. As of the end of the second quarter, GameStop has closed 388 stores during the year so far, which is up a great deal from the 321 that it closed in all of 2019, with these numbers expected to rise. The biggest piece of data that shows trouble was that sales were down 26.7% from the same quarter last year, which is not only troubling at face value, but also because gaming has seen a drastic surge during quarantine. And if GameStop can increase sales when gaming is at an all-time high, then what other hope do they have? That's all for the show this week. Thank you as always for listening. It's hard to believe that next-gen consoles are right around the corner as it's a very exciting time to be a gamer. This week, Xbox made some pro-consumer announcements with the pricing of the two systems, the value of Game Pass, and the all-access program. PlayStation will have their showcase this week to try to convince gamers why a PS5 will be a better purchase this holiday and the anticipation is high. Hopefully, they have a few surprises in store. On that note, please remember to be nice to your fellow gamer and more importantly, be nice to your fellow human.